welcome to the Brocast. It's here today at long last. Brolix, Brodrick, Broja. And we're the bros. Welcome to Bro Council, the Brocast, episode five. I am your host, Broja. And as always, we have our two homeboys, Brolix and Brodrick. Hey, bro fans. Hey. Good, you made, you made it. We're here. Yeah, we, we managed to make it out tonight. <laughs> well, I appreciate that. We're actually social distancing this time. Yeah, we are. We're, we're being safe. Wink, wink. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, um, we're going to start things off today, or tonight, or this morning, or whenever you're listening to this, <laughs> with a segment we like to call Thrifty Tips. Thrifty it's the first tips. time we've done this segment. Thrifty yeah, yeah, do the special. <laughs> I think, sound I think we need to add a, some kind of like little intro there. Thrifty! I think it should sound like Thrifty Tips. <laughs> you can play around with that. <laughs> <laughs> Thrifty Tips. This is the part of the show where Brodrick shares some thrifty tips with us. Oh boy, Broja, do I have a thrifty tip for you. Don't you? I do. So just this week, I had trouble with my car. And I had to take it to the shop, unfortunately, and they were going to charge me $500 to replace this component in my car. Now, I do not have $500, so I called a different shop and was like, hey, how much would you charge for this procedure? And they're like, oh, we'll do it for like 300. And I was like, great. Now, granted, my car was dead and I couldn't move it. So I was like, do I really want to drive it all the way across town and like risk it like breaking down again or dying on the freeway? And I was like, yes, I do. Cause that's $200 off. <laughs> but I called back the original, original, uh, auto shop and told them that I was going to take it elsewhere and they're like oh no wait let me see what I can do and they trimmed down the cost to $300 so your thrifty tip for today is always get a second opinion and use it as leverage for your first opinion ain't that the truth thrifty tips tips It's so true, though. It's, yeah, they tell you, like, when you go in to buy a new car to already have, like, a, uh, like a second option and, like, an offer for somebody else for the same, the same car. I know I took, I mean, this was quite a few years ago, I took my car in to get an oil change, and when I went to pick it up, they're like, yeah, so your uh, oil pan is leaking a little there, it looks like. You might want to get that fixed, and... I was like, okay, well, what's what kind of an estimate would you give me on fixing that? And they're like, well, about four hundred dollars. I'm just like, yikes. And I was like, well, I don't need it done. Does it need to be done right now? And they're like, well, the better the sooner. I was like, well, I won't get it done today, but we'll see. I'll let you know when I want it done. And then I took it to my mechanic or my family's mechanic just to you know for him to take a look. And I told him about it. And he's like, yeah, like oil pans often when it's hotter, which it was that summer. He's like, they often sweat. 
and then if you kind of just glance at it, you might think it's leaking, but it's just sweating. There's no issue with it, really. And so, I mean, he took a quick peek, and he's like, yeah, it doesn't look like anything. And I've monitored it since, and it wasn't nothing. But, yeah, get that second opinion. Were these were these auto mechanics in Canada? Um, so the the guy that told me to get my oil pan fixed was actually down at Walla Walla. And then... Oh. My personal mechanic's back in Canada. I see. You gave the Walla Walla mechanic a little bit of a Canadian Hoosier accent. <laughs> well, you better get that thing checked out there, you, you know. It's starting to sweat there. You don't want to get anything going bad there. Oh, man. You guys know how much we love our accents on this show. <laughs> oh, yes, we do. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, I think it's valuable to, to get a, a mechanic you trust who who you know they're not going to rip you off yeah apparently that's a thing my dad was like you should ask around with some of your like good friends that are in this area and see who their mechanic is and who they trust and stuff and i was like does everybody have a mechanic and he's like absolutely if they don't have a mechanic then i don't trust their judgment and i was like oh (laughs) wow okay i gotta get myself a mechanic (laughs) (laughs) like that that person's judgment if yeah the person (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I mean, if they're, like, really handy, I guess they wouldn't need a mechanic, right? Well, I have two hands, but I lack handiness. <laughs> same here, bro. Same here. <laughs> Thanks for that thrifty tip. Thrifty tips. Thanks for letting me give my first thrifty tip. Yeah. Look, looking forward to your next one. <laughs> there's, there's plenty more, but that one uh, was just the most recent. Good. Our next segment is called Low Income Personalities. And our our, our very own Brilix um, can give us a little background on uh, how we came upon that name. All right. So I live in a neighborhood that, well, some apartments were just built next door decent size for low-income homes or homeowners, which honestly is is really great to have because unfortunately, as some may know, the housing market is not necessarily the cheapest. So to have apartments that are meant for lower incomes is really handy. But with low incomes comes people with low incomes. And as patent pending, I have it. The term low-income personalities has occurred. Now, there's a lot of things that go on in this neighborhood. I wake up some nights and I hear people screaming at each other. There's other nights where there's some things I don't understand, and then you see stuff, and it's like, well, that's odd. So, uh, one thing, I'm gonna, well, I have, I have two short little stories here. Um, somebody recently moved in, and they, they have a nice nice uh, blue Honda car and you know they take care of it and everything and then one day I noticed that they have um, a large sticker on uh, the back seat window and you know some people will do stickers of favorite teams or you know some movie they like or you know baby on board or you know just something cool <laughs> now this sticker is very odd because well, I'll just tell you, it's Queen Elizabeth II, 
a life-sized version headshot of her <laughs> on the entire window. It is very random. <laughs> and I like it. Like she in the picture, she's happy. I mean, this is, you know, how she looks currently. And she's like waving and it's just like that is such an odd thing to have on your window. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, so every time I, I come back and I see that, I look at it, I'm like, you know, respect. I have respect for putting that on your window, but why would you put that on your window? It's such an odd thing. <laughs> Maybe she's, or he, is British, or Canadian, or Australian. <laughs> One of you Commonwealth people. Part of the Commonwealth. <laughs> respect the monarchy. Was this like a life-size sticker? Yeah, yeah, it's a life-size sticker. Is it just her head? It's, I would say, like, you, it goes down to kind of the tops of her shoulders, and she has her hand, like, raising up as she's waving and smiling, so it's kind of just that amount. Head, neck, tops of shoulders, and hand. And it covers her, covers the whole window? Almost the whole window in the back. She must be pretty, pretty stretched. Not really, because, I mean, on a four-door car... The, the back seat window is just, you know, it's not that big, so, you know, it's not stretched out too bad. This is not a Wait, coupe. Is this? this is a sedan. This is on the side window. <laughs> oh, the side window. Yeah, okay. no, it's not, oh. it's not like the back rear uh, window. Oh, well, that's even funnier. <laughs> it's like she's waving as you're passing by. Yeah, so as you're sitting in the back okay. seat, you can look out and be like, oh, hello, queen. <laughs> That's Hello, Queen. <laughs> I think we should uh, give a little disclaimer that we like low-income people. Oh yeah, they're, no, they're not different. No, no, no. <laughs> they're nice people. It, Generally, just there's like a lot of drug usage that goes on, um, and some other things that are not good for their mental states. I feel like they also have a lot of high-stress situations. Because often they're, oh, yeah, sure. they're working really hard trying to get by, and you know sometimes the ho- the home is not as um, monitored as best as one would like, and that can cause some rebellion potentially in the house. And then you have kids that grow up, and then there's a lot of a lot of tension between parents and kids, and that seems to spill out into the parking lot a little a little too often, unfortunately. But if <laughs> if you drive down. Well, you don't even have to drive down the road. So uh, one of the places actually kind of has a bit of a yard. And I noticed at the beginning of summer, they were working on the yard and they had a fire in the middle of the yard one day. And I was like, oh, that's cool. You know, I have a little bonfire area. And then they proceeded to put blocks in a circular form to kind of have a little fire pit. I was like, oh, yeah, that's cool. And then, you know, a couple of weeks later, they, they dug out a larger circle, and then all of a sudden there was a whole bunch of bricks there. So I was like, okay, that's, that's cool. They're going to have like a nice little circular, you know, walk path, like, you know, brick, lay down brick mm-hmm. and everything. You know what I'm talking about. I know what you're talking about. And for the next two months, nothing happened. The wood was in the fire pit. The bricks were still on the side. And I was like, oh, that's interesting. And then a couple weeks ago, I noticed there was a cage now on that removed sod area. <laughs> I was like, okay. A cave? A cage. Like a metal cage. Oh, cage. And then a week okay. later, I saw a bunny in there. <laughs> what? I was like, oh, so they got a bunny now. 
And then a, a week later, they all of a sudden had like this tarp laid on top of the fire pit and where they had removed the grass and had put the cage on top of it all. And I have no idea what they're attempting right now, but I just thought it was, you know, <laughs> in my mind, I was like, I hope they don't burn the bunny. Have have a bunny <laughs> for supper or something like that. Because it's no. the cage is like getting awful close to the fire pit right now. Almost on top of it. Sacrifice. <laughs> So sacrifice. That's, that's another thing. You see, you see many ideas form around here that may not necessarily get executed, but they're like, let's do this, and then it gets turned to something else. Executed was a poor choice of words there. Yeah, that was. <laughs> R.I.P. Mr. Bunny. The the bunny is still living. I saw him today. Oh, good. Yeah. <laughs> I spoke too soon. <laughs> But yeah, oh, that's man. that's my stories with low income personalities. Is it fair to say that you're you could you really never know what you'll you'll listen on or or see? Yeah, it is. Yeah, you you never know what you're gonna hear or see. It's it's honestly smell. Smell not really. You just smell laundry. You know, that's about it. Oh well, that's good. Yeah. I like yeah. laundry. Right. So the smell of somebody doing their laundry yeah. is a good smell. But yeah, there's yeah, you never know what you're gonna find. Or hear or see. <laughs> I think back in the day when weed was illegal, I think it was a lot more prevalent to like smell like things that were going down that shouldn't be going down in low income areas. Maybe it's a California thing. Maybe. I don't know. Although I will say if you go to a ski hill Especially at night, you're going to get a good whiff of weed. I will say that much. A good whiff of weed. <laughs> yeah. You'll you'll smell it at a ski hill. Well, like at a resort? Um, resorts, not so much. More you're kind of like just local ski hills, that kind of thing. Like literally going up the mountain? This must be a Canadian thing. Uh, so, you mean, are you talking about like at the bottom of the chairlift kind of thing? Not necessarily the bottom of the chairlift. It's more like, you know, you go up the chairlift and then you go to a more desolate run or a non-popular run and you'll you'll smell the weed and then you'll see the people with the weed eventually. I think you'd have to be, like, really good at skiing or snowboarding to be able to go down some of those those runs while being under the influence. Because I can't even go down them while, like, fully, <laughs> fully intact. <laughs> I, I have been told that it helps with the nerves, though, because there's some people that ski and snowboard and they're, like, terrified that they're going to hurt themselves, and having a little bit of weed or having a few uh, adult beverages, and then that just takes the nerves right away, and they're good to just give it down the hill. Interesting. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> not I'm not suggesting it, but... <laughs> yeah, I feel like I'd just be not very alert and I'd hit either people or trees. <laughs> if you did get in an accident though, I feel like you'd be safer. Well, you wouldn't feel it as much. <laughs> I don't know if you'd be safer. Yeah, you wouldn't like <laughs> clinch up as much. Oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah. Okay. Just go go with the flow. <laughs> Alright, next time we go skiing, we're gonna do some, some science. <laughs> <laughs> for science I can just picture 
you project like this falling down the hill <laughs> but so elegantly like so like loose and like just go <laughs> hey bro legs did you write that down <laughs> yeah. righteous so thanks for that that uh segment brolix we look yeah. forward to hearing more about your experiences speaking of which I don't know if I can talk about this, but I want to because it makes me happy. So in accordance with that topic of skiing and also my thrifty tips, thrifty tips, I recently purchased a full snowboarding gear setup for $100. What? Like snowboard, bindings, boots, a carry bag wax, things to sharpen the the edges, and some goggles for $100. One of my proudest moments. That that is an extremely good deal because I I purchased my snowboard brand new on clearance for $100. And then I got my boots, same thing, brand new but on clearance for $70. So that is a very good deal. Even that you're buying new is a really good deal. I mean, that's true. But <laughs> I was seeing boots for like two hundred, three hundred dollars, and like snowboards for that or more. It's crazy. I I don't know why boots are so expensive. You think those would be maybe the cheaper of the whole combination that you'd get? Yeah, I don't know. I saw a lot of really expensive stuff that I knew I would wreck. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, for a special thrifty tip. Thrifty tips. If you're okay with buying things secondhand, always look on like Facebook Market or OfferUp or Craigslist even if people still use Craigslist. I've used it, but I don't really know who else does. Um, but you can usually find a really good deal. And you also don't have to pay sales tax. And um, most of the stuff is pretty good. And you can also like, you know, haggle them down a little bit. Um, but yeah, that's my second thrifty tip that I didn't plan. That was a bonus thrifty tip. Bonus thrifty tip. Thrifty tips. <laughs> and I think it's it's really relevant this time of year too. Yeah. Yeah. The season tis coming. Yeah. If you want to get your family some used socks or some used underwear, you know where to go. <laughs> Facebook Marketplace. <laughs> <laughs> Bro counsel not liable for any injuries or accidents due to thrifty tips. Or diseases. <laughs> <laughs> or diseases. <laughs> that was good. That sounded like an actual like commercial for thrifty tips. It did. It sounded <laughs> legit. You should leave that in. I will definitely leave that in. <laughs> <laughs> or you could even like put it like at the very beginning. <laughs> and, like and just keep on like re- replaying it <laughs> because our our tips are so bad. <laughs> <laughs> Every time, like we we say something qu- like a little questionable, we could just play that. <laughs> Bro, counsel not liable. <laughs> for injuries, death, or <laughs> talk to your doctor to find out more. Now, we're going to move on to the meat and potatoes of this episode. We're going to oh. talk about. Oh, were you going to say something? Yeah, sorry. Uh, you mentioned meat and potatoes, which reminds me that 
I told myself that I would put in a shameless plug for my um, one of my favorite playlists on Spotify for this time of year. Oh yeah. Do you guys know where I'm going yeah. with this? Yeah. <laughs> so you should you should tell them why you're plugging this now. So I'm plugging this now because the greatest holiday of the year is coming up. Yes, you guessed it, Thanksgiving. <laughs> so here we go. <laughs> Everyone listens to Christmas music way too early. Brolix is the perfect example of that. Granted, he's Canadian, but still, it's too early. <laughs> Literally today, it's November 9th, and I was in Walmart, and they already have Christmas music throughout the store, and they were all different channels. So, like, I would walk from one department to the next department, and it was a different, different Christmas song playing. I was like, what is this madness? And I got lost in there, so I had to listen to it for a really long time. But it's <laughs> <laughs> <That's> terrible. <laughs> anyway, so to fight this early Christmas music fad that tends to happen, I created a Thanksgiving playlist because everyone always says, oh, well, we don't listen to Thanksgiving music because there is none. Wrong. <laughs> there is so much Thanksgiving music. And I col- uh, combined and made... Uh, a nice little playlist of all of my favorite Thanksgiving songs and it's currently growing. So um, be sure to check that out on Spotify. It's called Thanksgiving parenthesis. It's not time for Christmas music yet. (laughs) That's it. (laughs) It's got all of your favorites. Oh, it also has like um, a lot of different genres. So a lot of people are like, Oh, Thanksgiving music is probably like classical or like, um, kind of old and boring but no we got some hip-hop in there we got some rap we have some hard rock i think there's some ska if i remember correctly um but there's also gospel and um, r&b and there's some songs from like the 50s and 60s in there like some doo-wop dixieland kind of thing so yeah we got we got a little something for everyone and how many how many years have you been working on this playlist I believe I made it in 2017 or 2018. I don't remember. Um, but Dr. Squash and I listen to it uh, every year. So is there any, if at all, any tie to Thanksgiving? <laughs> yes. There, there is. I, I have listened to it, and I will, I'll, I'll have Broderick's back on this. There is definitely some songs that are thanksgiving orientated songs now there are some that he and i will disagree on whether they're uh thanksgiving or christmasy yeah i don't think brolix has listened to it recently but (laughs) but i do have some songs that you'd probably be like huh how is this a thanksgiving song for example i have a song called apache i'm pretty sure you know it it goes dun 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 Apache, jump Jump on on it, it. jump Jump on on it, it. jump on it. See, you know. (laughs) (laughs) So I included that because, you know, the first Thanksgiving was with pilgrims and Indians, and that song is about Indians, so I was trying to bring some of that culture to my playlist. (laughs) But then you have other songs that are, literally there's a song called Thanksgiving Day, and like, you know, Give Thanks, and Pilgrim, and all that kind of stuff, so... Pilgrim. Check it out. Pilgrim. That one's actually, I like that song. I kind of want to check it out. You should, it's great. So you'd, you'd recommend it like around the, the Thanksgiving table, like it playing in the background? <laughs> I, 
I would recommend not playing it when you have big family get-togethers. I would I would play it in the background. I wouldn't play it on like loudspeaker. Um, you might offend some older generations. There are some explicit tracks, is what I'm trying to say. <laughs> not very many. Explicit Thanksgiving. <laughs> but the thing is, is it could go from like give thanks like a like a gospel type song and then go into like this rap hip-hop song about this girl that he liked that he was uh grateful for if you know what i mean (laughs) (laughs) that's i I actually don't remember all the songs on there right at the moment we'll just do a disclaimer again (laughs) (laughs) pro council is not responsible for the anger of your relatives (laughs) yeah any conflicts that we realize (laughs) and it's called uh thanksgiving Parentheses, it's not time for Christmas songs yet. Correct. Close parentheses. Actually, let me uh, let me double check that. I, I think that's what it's called, yeah. Because I really think our, our listeners are going to look this up. Like, I think people are wanting to have, find an alternative for this time of year. But they just they can't find anything. Yeah, honestly, it's um, something that I'm really passionate about. Because I really want to figure out if people really are looking for Thanksgiving music or they're just using the fact that there's quote-unquote no Thanksgiving songs so that they can listen to Christmas songs earlier, which I think is the case. Mm-hmm. But this is the way to um, weed out the, the fake Thanksgivingers. <laughs> <laughs> and yes, confirmed, it is Thanksgiving, parenthesis. It's not time for Christmas music yet, in parenthesis. I mean, that's pretty straightforward to me. Do, do. Oh, guys, so this is sad, but did you hear that uh, Alex Trebek passed away last night? Yeah. What is yes? Yeah. Not pro- too, too, too soon, man. Too soon. <laughs> too soon. <laughs> uh, I'll take I'm sorry for 300. <laughs> <laughs> the answer was no, you're not. <laughs> oh, that's the question. Question. <laughs> Did you know Alex Trebek's actual name is George? George? I did not. Yeah, it's George Alexander to Alexander Trebek. Interesting. Yeah, that was sad. Yeah, he was a Canadian icon. Yeah, he was the host of Jeopardy for 30-something seasons. Yeah, since 83, so... Yeah, pretty much almost 40 years. Dang. Yeah, like, he's been around for a while. He was a good man. Could you imagine if you were wandering in the desert for the whole time that Jeopardy has been aired? Oh, okay. I see what you're bringing back to. Okay. Yeah. Jewish jokes for the win. (laughs) Happy Hanukkah. (laughs) Don't even get me started on that. I'm making a playlist. (laughs) Really? (laughs) Yeah. I think I'm going to work on a playlist this year. A Hanukkah playlist. Actually, there might be one. I think there might be the one. only Hanukkah song I know is Dreadle, 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 we made it out of clay. Uh-huh. Or... I'm not impressed because you didn't know any Thanksgiving songs. <laughs> there was a song that played for me that I liked. Um, where it was like the day after... Thanksgiving? Thanksgiving or something. That's on my playlist. I, I liked it, but I haven't listened to it for a while. Day after Thanksgiving... Which brings us to our next segment, story time. The topic, worst dates. 
Da, da, da. That's a good topic. Yeah, I mean, we've been or a bad topic, lived, I guess. We've lived some some life. We've we've got some some stories, right? We have some notches on our bedpost. We've got some patches on our sash. We got some nicks in our machete. that's that's beautiful (laughs) (laughs) okay so I mean maybe not the best but there was was this book I read killing people with machetes (laughs) yeah Yeah. when it comes to dating (laughs) you know I couldn't think of another one I didn't want to feel left out Notches in our bedpost, and then I said patches on our set, and you had nicks in our machete. Yeah, there, oh, this... for like cutting down like branches and stuff. Yeah, so every every like nick in the machete indicates uh, every tree you've cut down in the forest. Oh, <laughs> uh, okay. Still right. fine. It has nothing to do with uh, killing people at all. <laughs> <laughs> I can, I can start us off. Oh, wait, 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 wait. wait so, wait, 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 sorry. First, quick side story. So, did you guys hear about the archaeologist who found something in um, Chad? No. Mm-mm. It was like this old human skull, but it was like shaped super weird. Okay. Um, and they weren't really sure how old it was, so they did, you know, carbon carbon dating and all that stuff. You know what yeah, I mean? You know, yeah, carbon dating? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm familiar with it. So they carbon dated it, and the carbon dating said that it was from, like, 20 years ago. But the archaeologist said, like, there's no way. Like, this has, like, old, like, I don't know, like, caveman-type qualities, you know? Yeah, yeah. So they had to, like, go back and reassess their carbon dating, and eventually they concluded that it was a bad date <laughs> and there's my segue <laughs> oh that was good though i thought of that on the spot dude i was i was interested like did they find somebody with a weird face like a weird skull i, I thought it was going to be about finding <laughs> somebody in chad and i was like yeah so chad was actually fine <laughs> that was gonna be like an a- alien thing well i'm sorry to disappoint but it's just a bad dating joke it was good though. It was good <laughs> on the spot. That's pretty good. It was a good segue. Wait, did you just make that up? Yeah. Oh, I thought you were actually listening to the radio or something. <laughs> 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 oh, okay. I'll give you your props then. That was pretty good. Get it? Bad dating. Okay, go to your story. Okay, let's laugh for that. <laughs> 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 uh. I can start us off. I, I bet like you can. It's a pretty... Oh, oh, can I? It's not that exciting, but it's, it, it could be a little, a little humorous. So, back in high school, freshman year, I worked in the cafeteria, in the kitchen. And, like, during the, like, our working hours, like, it's in between meals, right? So there's, there's like, nobody at the cafeteria, just us. And so we were working, um, like on our shift, and it was like during the 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 time of the year, like 
the bank the yearly banquet was coming up. I think it was the Valentine's Day banquet, and um, I like I didn't have I wasn't going with anybody yet. <laughs> so this girl in my class Ooh. who mm. was kind of shy. I was kind of shy. Aww. She was kind of shy. And so, like, me and my pals who worked in the cafeteria were, like, on break, like, in, like, sitting at a table. And, like, we, we see her, like, coming through the door, like, kind of suspiciously. (laughs) Almost, it almost seemed like she was, like, dared to do it, you know? Mm -hmm. And so she sat at the table, and then, like, she, like, kind of awkwardly asked me if if I wanted to go to the banquet with her. Mm I was like... I don't remember what I said, but probably like, yeah, okay. <laughs> and, then, and then she just like left. And like, <laughs> I didn't know her super well. Um, Did you guys end up going? We, so that's the next part of the story. Fast forward. Um, so we, like we met up um, and then like we, so this was like an off, off campus thing. Like we took a bus to the location. And so we met up and like we sat on the bus together. And then when we got to the, the location, it was like a like a fancy hotel. Ooh. That was like it was pretty big, like a lot lots of places to explore. If you know um, what I mean. <laughs> <laughs> we'll we'll save the steamy details for your story. <laughs> but like at, at some point, like, she kind of, she just, like, straight up ditched me <laughs> for her friends. And, like, Rough. I kind of was with my friends. And, like, so we kind of just, like, split up. And, like, I I didn't see her for the rest of the time. <laughs> kind of, like, random. Did you go back together? Uh, I don't think so. Did you ever see her again? <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> There's a, there, we had a weird, weird rule. Like, we, you could sit with your date on the bus on the way to the place but on the way back after sundown you couldn't sit with your date because you know, that's, that's too sketch things happen in the dark we probably didn't meet up after afterwards anyways but honestly i think that's pretty common with uh dances and stuff in middle school and high school is like people just go with their friends but they they need someone to go with to the dance but they don't want to actually be with that person you know Right. Yeah, like formally, you want to like you have to be with, have, have somebody. Yeah, you don't want to go without a date, but you also don't want to be with your date. <laughs> it's a struggle. Think, honestly, like I think there's way too much pressure. Like I think it should just be like go with your friends and like have a good time. Like you don't need a shouldn't be this expectation, you know. No. Oh, there should be. <laughs> Unless you're dating or something. <laughs> then you probably should ask them. <laughs> but um, yeah, you little Casanova, <laughs> a rebel boy. <laughs> yeah, a little, little freshman. So that was uh, that was my story. Oh, another another aside. Um, have you guys heard of November? Did I tell you I'm doing November? I did not know that. Do you know what November is? That is? where you mow your lawn. <sighs> Before no. November. <laughs> oh. Nope, not at all. <laughs> <laughs> nope. It's where you grow a mustache in uh, in support of men's mental health 
and cancer. Is that the same thing as the prostate thing? Yeah, prostate cancer. Is it different than No Shave November, or are those the same thing? I think Movember, like, it's an actual, um, like, entity. Like, it's a foundation. Oh. And I think No Shave November is just a thing people do, like, unofficially. Who came up with Movember? What is Mo? Mustache. Oh. Should be, like, must... Oh, I see their problem. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I like No Shave November still, though. So... I'll, I'll have to send you guys a picture. Yeah, do you think we could uh, post your, your facial hair? As like the, the, the what is it called? The, the art? For this episode? Or, the thumbprint? Or just, no, just an Instagram post with, with your facial hair. <laughs> <laughs> I can scribble well, out your face. <laughs> no, no, let's have our friend, uh, our friend Megan draw it. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Shout out to Megan. <laughs> <laughs> we should I need to put that picture up. <laughs> we need a fan a fan art. If you fan guys are art. if you guys have artistic abilities and want to draw us based on pictures of us that you've never seen and can't have a <laughs> <laughs> bad a bad verbal descriptions. <laughs> Hit us up and we might put you on our Instagram page. Uh, for real. <laughs> but yeah. Yeah, that's what I'm doing. Cool. You should do it too. I I can't really grow a mustache. Um, I don't have any hair on my body. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> I did recently get a chest hair. Did I tell you guys about my chest hair? I thought you've had that guy for a while. Oh yeah, no, that was Jimmy. I got a I got new ones. Jerry. Oh. I got two. It's on my left pectoral. I don't know why. They tend to grow on my left side. I'm looking at my chest right now. That's when my voice sounds <laughs> Check for moles. But I actually have a, a little tuft right in the center. It's like three hairs. It's like a little hand like reaching out of my chest. Mm-hmm. That's kind of alarming. I'm excited. If Movember includes chest hair, then I'm in. Well, you got the shape. <laughs> Oh no! <laughs> <laughs> I've worked so hard for it. It'll go back, go back thicker, right? Twenty-six years in the making. And <laughs> one day, it's all gone. Puberty has not been nice to me. <sighs> yeah. Anyways, who's next? <laughs> I got I got a little little story. So there's a <clears throat> there's a story I, I got permission to tell here about uh, an individual I know about a bad dating story they had. Um, so this date took place, you know, uh, around around fall uh, around fallish Christmas time. So it was a raining kind of weather, you know. So you kind of get the feel. It's cooler. Yeah, the sun went down early, so you know. They're waiting, and they get uh, picked up at their parents' house because I believe uh, this story took place in high school. Okay. And um, so, you know, the the girl is all excited because she's like, oh, this is my first date. This is going to be so much fun. And then the guy shows up, and he's like, so, are you ready? And she's like, yeah, all ready. 
And then he continues to tell her, so I have my two friends in the car with me right now. <laughs> and she is not a huge fan of the guys that are in the car at the time. So mm-hmm. she was like, oh, this is a bad start already. And I previously he had told her that um, her uh, his dad had gotten these courtside tickets to a, a Portland Blazers game. And she was really excited to go to that. And he continues to tell her that, well, you know, my two friends that are in the car right now, they're actually going to go to the game because they care more about basketball than I do. And I think you do. So we're going to take them to the basketball game. So they ended up doing that. And the whole ride there was just super awkward because the guys are in the backseat kind of making like comments and joking around everything. And she's feeling very uncomfortable. And the guy in the driver's seat, he's, he's not feeling too great either. They drop him off at the stadium and then for the next two and a half hours they continue just to aimlessly drive around portland (laughs) and trying to think of things to talk about and eventually they you know they're like okay let's let's go get some tea so they ended up going to starbucks and just kind of awkwardly continue to drive around for another hour and a half until they pick up the the guys that they had dropped off at the basketball game turns out though at the basketball game was a really intense basketball game and it went down to the wire and it was super exciting and everybody at the basketball game got free burritos as oh, well as dude. like where they were sitting i think they also got like free t-shirts or blazers t-shirts and so wow. after finding that out it was just like well that was a, a great first date <laughs> given given some tickets to these two guys to go to a basketball game well they proceeded to drive around Portland, just trying to think of things to talk about. So that that's uh, the story I have to share about a, a very kind of awkward first date. That's pretty awkward. How well did they know each other beforehand? <laughs> um. Well, I mean, they went to high school together. Oh, I see. Yeah. Still pretty Still, awkward, especially yeah. in high school. It's pretty awkward. Right in high school, you have kind of that, that awkwardness factor. You're still going through changes. Yeah, still learning the maths <laughs> and the sciences. <laughs> That's not what it meant, but yeah. I bet those two bros had fun, though. Oh, yeah. Uh, ter- they had a great time. Free burritos, free, free basketball tickets. Um, so I guess you could say it was a great first date for them. <laughs> yeah, the moral of the story is never go on a date with a girl. Go on a date with your bro. <laughs> yeah, you're going to have way bro more day. fun. Girls just aren't <laughs> as much fun. Shout out to the bros. <laughs> Boys just want to have fun. <laughs> and speaking of fun, I believe Brodrick has a few stories for us. <laughs> I do have a few stories, and I'm still trying to figure out which one to tell. Not because I'm a horrible date. <laughs> yeah, um, let's see. We'll start, we'll, we'll go with this one. So there's this guy I know. Let's call him Rick. And... Rick was in college, and he didn't have a car, unfortunately. Um, So what he would do is borrow his friend, let's call her Jane. So Rick borrowed Jane's car whenever he needed to, like, go get groceries or, like, um, run an errand. And this particular time, Rick was trying to impress this, this girl, let's call her justice 
Um, <laughs> don't laugh at my names. <laughs> this Rick guy, man, he loves the law. <laughs> He's a law man. <laughs> uh, so. <laughs> Rick was trying to impress Justice by taking her out on a date, but it's kind of lame to, like, take a girl um, on a date but not have your own car and have someone else drive you or, like, just walk there. It's kind of lame. Testify. And he didn't, he wanted, he didn't want to tell Jane that he was going to use her car for a date because he didn't think she'd be too on board with that because she's pretty protective of her car. Maybe secret, secretly she liked Rick. She, she may have liked Rick. Rick doesn't know, mm. but <laughs> Rick doesn't. Rick doesn't know. He never knew. <laughs> uh, so, Rick told Jane that he needed her car for uh, a dental appointment. So he got her car, and he picked up his date Justice, and he took her out to see the sunset in like the hills. Um, and they had a good time. Um, and part of their date was to watch a movie. And unfortunately back then, Rick lived in a dorm, so there wasn't really anywhere to watch a movie since they weren't co-ed. Um, so he decided that they would watch a movie inside the car, like while they're watching the sunset and into the night. Mm-hmm. So they drove out, they you know watched the sunset, they got burritos, typical Walla Walla date, right? Yeah. Little did he know, Jane had a really bad day, and she was just so ticked off at everything, and she decided to go driving with some of her friends to blow off some steam. Oh boy. So, she was driving, and she thought she passed by what looked like her car, which was in fact her car. (laughs) So, she had her friend who was driving turn around and go back to that car, and she got out of her car and looked in the window and there was Rick and Justice watching a movie maybe doing other stuff we don't really know (laughs) and she knocked on the window really loud and like started yelling and like cussing really profusely and eventually Rick was just so scared that he rolled the window down and she was just going off she was so mad she definitely liked Rick (laughs) <laughs> that's not the point of the story <laughs> <laughs> that's what I'm getting at <laughs> so she told him to take the car back and like um, he did and she was really mad at him for a really long time and basically almost ruined their friendship but eventually they became friends again the end justice was served <laughs> <laughs> How long were you waiting to say that? that was oh, so for a while. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that was not a good date for Rick, Jane, or Justice. Yeah, I can... Also, Rick didn't get to use the car anymore. I, I couldn't imagine why. <laughs> yeah, poor guy. He abused his power. For good. For good, though. <laughs> mm, mm. Wow, that's kind of funny. <laughs> Shout out to Rick. Apology to Justice. Jane, get over yourself. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, if we put ourselves in Jane's shoes, I mean, you can kind of understand, right? Yeah. 
after that, Rick had to come clean about all the other secret dates that he had in that car. What? <laughs> that's, yeah, that's another story. <laughs> On our next episode. Find out what Rick did. <laughs> Sounds like a soap opera. <laughs> Rick Ju- Julia? Will Rick pick justice? Will Jane ever forgive him for mistreating her? <laughs> Why is the sad say boo sad? <laughs> Is the canoe aluminum or wood? <laughs> that probably wasn't my worst. I mean, Rick's worst date. <laughs> this Rick guy has a lot of bad dates, it sounds Wait, like. I think I know the, the, the Rick you're talking about. I, I think you might. We all went to school with him. I think you also know Jane. Mm, yeah. Oh, do I? Yeah, you almost dated Jane. What? <laughs> Plot twist. <laughs> Wait a minute. <laughs> What? <laughs> what? <laughs> oh man, this the soap opera just keeps getting juicier. <laughs> Does Jane know about Raja? <laughs> now I'm thinking. <laughs> I, I'm did, did kind of lost. Where was Broja in all this? <laughs> well, you weren't there. <laughs> oh. We hadn't met you yet. I mean, they hadn't met you. <laughs> I'm so bad at this third person thing. <laughs> yeah, poor choices for Rick. We that needs to. We need to make that a segment. Adventures with Rick. <laughs> Rick's adventures. Ranger Rick. What does he do this week with exploring new females on campus? <laughs> exploring new. <laughs> Rick's love interests. Ricks. Love intricks. Love intricks. Ricks are for girls. <laughs> <laughs> well, that just about does it for episode five of the Brocast. Thank you, Broderick and Brolix, for joining us today and all of our listeners out there. Uh, check us out on our Instagram, on our Facebook, on our Twitter, which I just learned about, <laughs> and send us an email. Uh, at brocancelthebrocast at gmail.com yeah. right? and then stay tuned for our next episode hosted by our very own Brolix it'll be a Christmas spectacular looking forward to it oh yeah alright thanks for listening we'll catch you on the flip flip bye guys say bye <laughs> bye bye bye, bye.